Indian cradle of liberty. Look at you, you're a freak! What are we alive for except to grab all the kicks we can? To contaminate our society. Now being renovated. Mr. Dowd. Podcasting live from, uh, what, what is this? It's spring? It's, it's winter? I don't know anymore. It's schizophrenic Reno, but we're still having fun. Uh, I am the Reverend Rory Dowd, and this is the worst little podcast in the world. We've got a, a, a uh, stable of our regular guests here with us, all the boys for the last day of uh, Women's March, but the guest is Margie Ford, and we love her. On the worst little podcast, we're talking out of our ass. Margie! Yes, uh, I realize, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to this episode in April, but it is, in fact, being recorded at the end of March, so suck it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way to go. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I like bringing the audience in with my intimacy and and, uh, caring. Yeah, That's some uh, behind-the-scenes-ass shit right there, Rory. (laughs) (laughs) How y'all doing this week? Hi, Margie. Let's just go to Margie. Margie. Margie, great idea. Yeah. Welcome back, Margie. Oh, we it looks like Margie is frozen. We've perfect we've lost timing her for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> we love Margie so much. We do. We, we, we she has just dropped. So why don't we play? Yeah, can we just like can oh, we just yeah. Fuck that? yeah. Yeah, we had Margie on the line with us for a solid like 20, 30 minutes here. Now that we start the show, she uh, uh, doesn't want to be here. Her computer doesn't want to be here. I think it's the government. Yeah. It's what pretty much the, the heck? government. It's always the government. Well, did you get did you get your <laughs> vaccine? It, it's probably something that was in that. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding about <laughs> that. Uh, we, we actually encourage everyone to get their vaccines like I already have. I got mine uh, signed up for Friday. I'm very I excited. I am fully vaccinated. I'm getting mine on Wednesday. Oh, my God. You guys both beat me. I was so excited. I got mine scheduled for Saturday. Yeah. Hell, yeah. So we're all nice. about so, to be We're about to be yeah. a one fucking vaccinated podcast in a minute. Yeah, we're about to be able to do, like, shows in, like, a month and a half. A month what and a half. What is that? So six weeks. Uh-huh. Six weeks. And we just got to find <laughs> bands that aren't anti-vaxxers, and we'll be good. <laughs> right. As long as our guests are also vaccinated, we can... Start booking you hear that out there? Fuck, that'd be so uh, great. Uh, we got one word out of Margie. It looks like she's frozen again. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. It'll Margie. be like category. She said mind. Let's try to, with our mind, figure <laughs> out what she was trying to tell I think you she was guys saying, are out of your mind. I, I thought it was, I don't mind not being vaccinated. No, that's not what she said. <laughs> no. I don't think, Margie. Maybe it was like it, maybe it. It cut off on like part of it. It was like I got mine, but like the I got cut off. We only heard the mine. Oh, and then it got cut off after. So she was gonna say mine the other day. Yeah, something like right? that. Right? Yeah, there you go. Mine, mine the, the other, other day because <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> Her natural <laughs> accent. <laughs> what is um, it? Can Margie hear us? I, no. No, she's completely unconnected. Well, not anymore. She's completely uh, disconnected. Okay, you guys, do you want to hear... Should we hear an old candy shop song? Rory, how long has it been since you heard Cheyenne's voice? Well, uh, like, less than 48 hours, because she was just here visiting the daughter last week. Man, um, fucking right. <laughs> so this is... No, uh, which candy shop song? That would be great. The two that Margie suggested, one was Damage Control and one was Robot. Both fucking great songs. Uh, 
I'm going to suggest damage control because I inadvertently helped write many of those lyrics. Uh, oh, this is about how much you suck. Should we fill no, the audience no, in? Well, on- no, sometimes, no, no, no. And sometimes even before the, before that band even formed, those like lyrics were kicking around Cheyenne's diaries or journals. And we had workshopped the lyrics of that song years before it turned into a song. So I am partially uh, personally responsible for that song in both uh, uh, deed and word. Dude, and Damage Control is a great fucking track to start the show because it's all, uh, it's all kick it. ass. Oh, but wait, but before we start, should we explain to the audience real quick with the amazing miracle of Candy Shop? This is the most couples band I ever recorded, almost. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty gnarly, personally, so, yeah. You're on drums on this, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm on drums. Uh, my, my ex-wife was on the bass, and uh, John Cornell was on guitar, who um, is in Roxy Collie now on keyboards. Or now he's on bass because we got Rhiannon from Stabby Unicorn on keyboards. But um, Candy Shop was amazing. It, it, it uh, with uh, two two female singers, it was pretty powerful. And uh, Margie and Cheyenne's voices blend together. So I I thought really well, you know, and amazingly was, so. Was, and <laughs> that was a band that I I learned how to, was learning how to play drums in while I was going <laughs> learning on the job yeah, yeah on the job training with that band for sure but it was the um, first time i'd ever recorded a band that was two couples and rory's wife and so and it ended up yeah. going badly but so so basement tapes watch out How could that happen? <laughs> the fleetwood mac model isn't one you should aspire to no but <laughs> And then don't don't actually record this song. Somebody I used to know. Um, you know. <laughs> it's prophetic. Yeah. But but great but great yeah. album. Hella like and great stuff. So now so now we're gonna hear yes. the fucking one of the most rocking tracks from that damage control. And this is Cheyenne and fucking Margie singing on top and and Nick on drums and everybody else we just said. So here you go, you guys.
Man, it has been so long since I fucking listened to that whole album. Fucking yeah. Man. I love that, and I'm super proud of it. But it's hard. Hard to listen to you for me, because I get sad. <laughs> so, Margie, that was a double shot of Candy Shop we just did. We did Damage oh, Control, hey. followed by Robot. And we all, like, <gasps> cried with Robot and rocked oh, out to Damage oh, Control. I love that song. The lyrics are really good. I don't what know. do you want to say about Candy I, Shop? That it was my first band, and I just I had such a fun time with that band. Like, you know, me and Cheyenne kind of playing off of each other, and you know, we had a lot of gimmicks, um, <laughs> like the candy throwing thing, and I, you know, that was great. The audience with oh, candy, it kind of hurt. Times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they were just like, and in the middle of in between songs, they just start pitching handfuls of candy, and and then we'd all eat it, and some of it would get smashed on the ground at the show, yeah. you know. At first, it was like lollipops, but then it had to turn into like gummy fruit, and yeah, yeah. And one time, I think Cheyenne uh, accidentally hit Grace Larkin's mom in the head. <laughs> I believe like, oh. that is correct. <laughs> Grace gets me. Uh, Grace yes. Gatsby. <laughs> Did we stop yeah. doing it after that? <laughs> I think we did because people were getting mad. I, <laughs> I believe after that, you guys just put a bucket up front. Yeah, well, we ha- and then eventually we started taking the glitter box with us, you know, mm. where the album was named Glitter Box and we had that painted, um, the glitter box that was lined up in the, like sparkles and stuff. Yeah, that rhinestone. Yeah. Litter box. Rhinestones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bedazzled. Yeah. Bedazzled. Bedazzled. That's <laughs> the word I was looking for. It was tacky as fuck, but it was so fun. But that yeah, was, we I, a little I believe I still have the hot glue gun that was made with. I still have the glitter box somewhere. No shit. Somewhere. Do. I kept it. You guys could put together like a candy shop museum somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sell it on eBay for a thousand dollars. <laughs> I also have one copy of the CD that's pristine and one copy of the CD that was owned by a seven-year-old. Turns <laughs> <laughs> a little scratched she, up. And so it's like a before and after those time-lapse things, like, you know, yeah. a pair of boots that a guy wore for 20 years versus brand new ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of scratches yeah. on the one the seven-year-old owned. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had a lot of fun. And we always, um, you know, wear little fascinators and matching outfits. Or not, like, matching per se, but we have theme, themed outfits. Wait, didn't you all have nicknames? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Shannon was Caramello, and I was Jujubee. And Nick, what one are you, Nick? Pixie Sticks. Pixie, Pixie Sticks. I Pixie remember sticks. that. And Maya was, what was Maya? Kit Kat. Kit Kat, Kit Kat and John yeah. was a bit of honey. <laughs> 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 yeah. Awesome. Good times. Yeah, those were good times. That was so fun. Oh, a band name, Bitter Honey. Isn't that great? No, bit of yeah, honey. but no, Bitter no. Honey. I heard that That's too, a bad Rick. name. I, bitter it, Honey. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm writing it down. That, that is a cute yeah. name though, actually, now that you say it that way. Do you still have the list on the fridge, Drew? Oh, yeah. So if you ever think of a band name, you fucking text me because I will add it to the list. (laughs) 
Oh, no, I have my own file. Oh, you got your own shit. Wow. And my own on my fridge. And I always write on it this space left intentionally blank, like your mom. (laughs) (laughs) The very first one we had. Every list. The very first one that we did this. And and for those of you who don't know, we put a list on the refrigerator on a magnet that says band names. And whenever you say something that could be a band name, it gets written on the list. We've had some great ones. There's been like several of them front and back over the years. I've got them all somewhere. But the very first one was a page out of my insurance. My insurance company sent me like a bunch of paperwork. And one of the papers (laughs) was completely empty except for the words in the middle or at the top that said this page intentionally left blank and then we wrote underneath that like your mom like your mom <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. and that was yeah nice. that's we were recycling we were recycling paper yeah. that's good it's very eco-friendly right so, uh-huh. so there you go you guys but that's is that bitter, bitter honey there we go is there a band called your mom uh, I bet yes, there is. that's good Actually, I knew of a band named Your Mom, I believe, from Florida, a kind of a fast punk band was way it back in the your, day. Was it while you are? Y E R. Like your mom, like you, be. your mom. Right. Not you are. I think mom. it was Y O U R, mom. See, and I want it to be Y E R, mom. God damn it. Now I got to look this up. The old Reno band, BDI, was going to put out an album. They never got around to recording it, but it was going to be called Cake Party at Your Mom's House. I like it. <laughs> Why do I feel violated? <laughs> you said cake party. I, keg I was party. like, okay. Oh, keg, but I heard cake too. Uh, I heard cake too. And too. I was like, huh. Cake so, party. Oh. Is that a weird sex thing? Or? No. <laughs> According to it Google. If you want it to be, sure. According to Google, uh, your and, mom. You know, your mom is a band name that's been copyrighted by no less than 800 bands. Uh, <laughs> okay, that is not I mean, going I on the list. I got one in Baton Rouge. I got one in Madison, Wisconsin. I've got one in Iowa. Uh, so, yeah, it's a popular band name. Shit. Okay. But not your mouth, apparently. Your mom, Reno. You just spell with a Y-E-R. And yeah, you're good. fixes yeah, everything. Your, your mom. Your mom. <laughs> your Your mom. I'm late to the cake party. Your ma. The cake party. (laughs) Your mom, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure, you betcha. Uh, A number of the Your Mom bands seem to be cover bands, uh, including Y.E.R. Mom. Oh, shit. Y.E.R.'s taken two? I can't be the first Uh, person. Yeah, a fun-loving cover dance band playing the classic hits of the 1980s. Come on out and enjoy us. I would go to that show to see my mom. Yeah, I would, too. I think they missed an opportunity uh, there to be like, come on out. And uh, one of them is a band of three moms. Uh, yeah, they. Oh, that's they, nice. Oh, like I they're like not that. just punk rock kids. They're actually moms. That's mm-hmm. right. Exactly. Exactly. That's super cool. Right, yeah, John. fall down the internet on your own time. We have a podcast to do. <laughs> 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 I'm all starting to like scroll down. Let's click on this one and maybe comment on (laughs) (laughs) It's riveting. Down the Uh, rabbit hole. Riveting, like riveted denim. So Margie, after Candy Shop, what was the next thing you were doing? Well, so I think it was just me and John and we had this little, I don't even know if Candy Shop was over yet when we started it, but we called it satellite serenade and it was just the two of us and he did acoustic guitar and 
was nice. We did, you know, we did some originals and then later those, some of those originals became Roxy Polly songs. But um, the song that um, we're going to play tonight uh, uh, is by the Gin Blossoms. And when John first said, hey, let's cover Hey Jealousy, I was like, what? Why? Why would we do that? That song's terrible. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Your version is better, though. Than the one that was. Hey, I mean, that's a, yeah, but, that, but that's legit, all reminds me of my childhood. I would so. say legit. Have you ever seen the Jim Blossoms? They actually are really a good show. Oh, I'm sure they are, but I just always thought that they were kind of just sort of yeah, you know, background type music. And then um, I listened to the songs really to make it. out to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> when you're in, you know, in the '90s or whatever. yeah, middle um, school spin the bottle <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I was in high school, but <laughs> <laughs> I um, was trying to pretend I'm not as old as I am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the lyrics to the song are very uh, actually really moving. And if you take if you strip away that really poppy over the top pop sound, it's a very beautiful song.
that is so much better than the real that song. That was pleasant. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's all pretty. <laughs> That's pretty. Damn. The lyrics are so sad, you know, if you really pay yeah. attention. And yeah, lyrically, it's an awesome song. The songwriter, um, he got kicked out of the band like right before they got famous because he was a drunk. He was a major alcoholic. And then, you know, they continued on and got famous without him and he eventually wound up killing himself. So it's really, it's oh, pretty geez. tragic. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's really tragic. I believe the story here too in Reno is that Johnny fingers used to play with them in Arizona. Really? For a little bit before they blew up. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Some, some, some's in there. It connects to Johnny fingers. Not I hung around with Stacy and all them. And I remember that coming up. I didn't really get a lot of follow through, but that would be a good one to go research. Mm. Hmm. Anyway. Well, you've got some homework, Nick, since you have yeah, uh, maybe I'll access <laughs> to those folks. That'd be good. <laughs> get that information correct for the Reno Wikipedia. <laughs> or just say it with full confidence and no one will ever listen to this show again or reference it the rest of your whole life. I guarantee you'll get away with it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's what went down, you guys. 100%. Um, yeah. You heard it here first. If, if you ever hear anything on this show that you think I'm full of shit by saying, because um, it's usually me who says these things, please feel free to comment. <laughs> Or interact with us on the website, Facebook, or on our Patreon page. That's right, Patreon, where you sign up to donate money to the show. And just for $10 a month, you too can be an assistant costume designer. Patreon.com slash Worst Little Podcast. (laughs) And I believe it's $5 a month. $5 or more. $5 or more, you get the extra show. But wait, what gets you the uh, email? That's fine. The one dollar. Yeah. Fuck those people, though, right? right? Yeah. No, wonderful, wonderful. Oh, yeah, no, we've got, have to. we've got a couple of a couple like like right. under five dollar so people, then, and I, we still love them, but they don't get the show. Okay, five dollar people can can go ahead and and get the show, but ten dollar people, you have to be ten dollars to be an assistant costume designer. I would just arbitrarily make up the 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 bar there. And just so you know, this week the Patreon people got an an unreleased version of uh, Roxy Colley's cover of "The Nurse Who Loved Me," which is a fantastic song. But it's even cooler when Margie sings it all scary and sweet and rad. So there you go, you guys. What'd you say about it, Margie? Yeah. It's the prettiest song about heroin. What was it? Oh, it's <laughs> the most beautiful song about heroin you'll ever hear. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear Margie sing the uh, um, Toys R Us theme song in a minor key. Oh, God. Fuck yeah. It'd <laughs> oh. be the saddest thing in the world. Oh, that's interesting. Let me write that down. <laughs> so, Margie, what the fuck have you been doing? I haven't seen you in like a year. It seems. Yeah. I know. Well, it's been a crazy year. Um, I mean, for everybody, not just me. Um, right now, it is know, all right? about you. <laughs> Didn't you go in with a knife? Well, I fell in May. Um, you didn't have surgery, May. though. Or you I just did broke have it? surgery. You did? Okay. Oh, I not only broke my leg, I also dislocated my ankle. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It was I didn't so, realize it was that bad. Oh, it was so gross. Like, my, my foot was pointed in the wrong direction. Oh, you know? God. It was crazy. Oh, God. Oh, you're stepping uh, the wrong uh, spot or what? Apparently. 
<laughs> I was um, running down some stairs outside and my foot caught my long skirt and I tripped and like missed like a whole bunch of stairs and landed on my foot really hard. And it just went, whoop. <laughs> Ouch. And it was, uh, and at first I thought, oh, you know, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I see my foot just kind of hanging, like dangling, really, oh, uh, you know, kind of off to oh, the side. <laughs> That's and not I'm a like, word to use with a foot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, you guys. And, you know, luckily oh, I wasn't at home by myself. Um, it was with yeah. Shannon and John. Thank God. So otherwise, I would have had to crawl inside to my, you know, up the stairs and then like crawl and I guess call 911. But um, so, yeah, so the ambulance came and took me and, you know, I, I went to the ER and they popped that sucker back on. And then I had to have surgery because I really messed uh, it up. There's a lot of bones right there in that area that probably had to be put back in place. Uh. Well, I I just messed up my ligaments pretty bad. And so yeah. the doctor was like, you know, um, you might want to get a surgery for, you know, we should probably put some pins in there. So this thing doesn't just pop off all the time. Oh, God. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, let's <laughs> oh do that. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, Yikes. yeah, that was fun. Cool. Yeah. That was real fun. So, um, but yeah, it was a really crazy and humbling experience. I have never injured myself like that. And um, I, you know, could not even shower by myself. I needed help for everything. And, you know, so many people really helped me. So many friends, like, you know, did sweet things for me and, you know, sent food and, you know, flowers and whatever. And I was really just humbled by how everyone was so kind to me. Cause I really, I was not able to do jack shit for myself for the first few weeks. I mean, it was, it was hard. It was really hard. Wow. Very painful. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Did you get Ouch. good painkillers? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like that, that first like four days after Ooh. and they just keep you doped up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that was good at least. <laughs> but you know, the scary thing is that you're all steady on your feet and like, you've just got the one foot that's any good. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. maybe I'll just sit. Maybe, maybe I just won't do the thing. <laughs> sit yeah. behind me. Make you think about running downstairs with a long skirt on. I'm so traumatized. I will never probably ever wear a long skirt again. It's, I know it sounds ridiculous, but no, I I don't think I can. I, and I'm very scared of falling now, which is weird. I never was before. Yeah. Yeah, It's definitely some PTSD situation there. Uh, Yeah. That's no joke. Really suffer for your fashion. Glad you're back on your feet. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> Fashion but, um, kills, man. <laughs> but I'm really thankful too that it happened uh, after the pandemic started because I mean I did take some time off from work, but I was able to you know work remotely. I would have had to take mm, much more time yeah. off um, if I didn't was if I hadn't already been working remotely, so I could just sit there with my foot propped up and you know. Totally. Do my job. So that was pretty lucky. Many workplaces have instituted those work from home plans that have been on the back burner for a long ass time. And well, hey, Look <laughs> that's at so that. nice. Uh, yeah, that's good do. for you, though. That's awesome. 
So yeah. are you still working from home? Have you been back to the office? Um, so yeah, I work for the County and we do, uh, we're on a rotation. So someone, oh, cool. we do have to be open to the public. Um, so we just switch days coming in. So I, I'm usually on site about two days a week. You should yeah. leave the house, you know? Yeah. And see people. That's nice. I mean, I really don't see that many people otherwise. <laughs> so I'm it's always so crazy. And at the oh office, like, Oh my gosh. Hi, how are you? I, uh, so I was excited that Riku got to uh, uh, visit you over the weekend um, because yes. like through transference, it was like we got to hang out sort of. Yeah. Because Riku's been like one of like four people I've spent the entire year with. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good to see her. I can't believe how pretty and grown up she is. I mean, she's. She's always been beautiful, but now she's, you know, a teen oh, and. Pardon me. I meant to say Ragmop. Uh, her, her name is not me. <laughs> it is Ragmop. She's an official intern of the show. And when you're an intern, and you get a terrible name. Ragmop. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, sorry. Oh. Uh, edit that out in post, Rick. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yes, Ragmop has when been. Says, uh, when he says her name, just like drop in Ragmop. Ragmop. Rag, Ragmop. Just, and make sure it's like out of context. <laughs> Ragmop. Yeah. Got one of possible. all of us saying it awkwardly and just drop it in. <laughs> Rag mob. On three. Rag Rag one, mob. two, three. Rag mop. Rag mop. Rag mop. Rag mop. Rag mop. Rag mop. It is nearly a phenomena. It is. It's, it's always, <laughs> but it predates Menomina. So, yeah, uh, Menomina is actually a tune from the sixties, uh, uh, early sixties. But Ragmop is forties, maybe fifties. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's. it's okay. I remember it was. Uh, yeah. It's referenced in an episode of Mash, so I know it's during the Korean conflict. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, but it, Ma Mash wasn't filmed during the Korean conflict. I know, but they're but they, <laughs> but they <laughs> even tried to be. They checked like, that shit. Fresca, you know. <laughs> I have a tab. Yeah. I might have fudged it a little bit, but but Colonel oh. Colonel Potter isn't real. Uh, right. Remember that episode where Colonel Potter had an iPad? No. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Harry Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, those were good days. Uh, I love when we reference something nobody knows. <laughs> Let's have another song. <laughs> so the next thing that you did chronologically that we have for our people today. So the next band I was in was Wheatstone Bridge. And they're still a band. Um, but, you know, I... I left uh, for personal reasons. Um, Friends but, of the show. But yes. Uh, we love all those people. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but so this is me and Steve Barron and um, Joel Wayne Stewart. And we're doing a song called By Your Side. It's a, it's a fun little love song.
That kind of lyrically, Thanks. lyrically, that kind of has a Marianarchy feel. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was beautiful, nice. man. Oh, your, voice is, your voice is amazing. Totally. Uh, Thank you. Always. And I'm sorry, but not to take anything away from you, too. But damn, those two guys are great. Doyle. Yes. And yeah. That was um, Doyle doing that little mandolin. Uh, yeah. Little, oh, yeah. But like the mandolin. Um, solo there that was Doyle and then he's yeah, so talented yes and Steve is such an amazing guitarist I just feel so lucky to I, perform I with even him. though that this has been a year of COVID I've I've been lucky and fortunate this year since Steve has uh, <coughs> also joined my band uh he's <gasps> one ton dooley oh and, I know that uh, he's so great to play with and work with and yes, I've learned a I lot from him, him in in just the Literally a handful of times that we've practiced this year because fuck COVID. <laughs> and you know, he, both he and his wife, Margie, she's another Margie. I, yeah. I've never met another Margie before. So it's kind of fun. She, they're just the nicest, most genuine, just rad people. I just adore them both. Absolutely. So here, here. I'm, yeah, I'm really lucky to know them. And Doyle, of course, you know, I mean, we played at your wedding. I, I love Doyle. He's great. Yes. And his wife is also wonderful and fantastic. Yes, she is. She's really <laughs> sweet. No, but she is. <laughs> no, really, I mean it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's a lot, a lot of good musical couples here in Reno. Woo. Uh huh. Like all sorts of fun stuff happening. What What else do you have going? Like, so we're we're running to the present here. Of course, you're in Roxy Collie. Yeah. Uh, what what else have you been working on or do you and John still work on any satellite serenade like little two piece projects especially this year um you know we haven't really done a ton with that honestly um musically it's been a tough year and I yeah you know, you'd think we would have just been like let's write a bunch of music but you know when I fell and hurt myself I actually was really depressed too for a long time and so I would just like lay in my bed and just be sad um <laughs> so no but I do want to do you know what I, I do have a fun idea that I want to eventually maybe um release like an album of just you know covers and maybe do like you know 
you know, some with like certain people, a different person and, you know, but that's kind of down the road. But sure. once, um, once COVID is not so bad, I really, really want to get back in the studio and finish working on our um, EP that we started working on right before all this stuff happened because we have a couple songs um, that are mostly finished. They just need some finishing touches and then we can get those out. I think I know a guy with a studio. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's where we were recording. It's it, another but, one of those. I know everybody accuses me of this, but it totally fucking happens with them so hard that they come over, Margie and John, and everybody in the band. But some, but a lot of times, everybody in the band is just there for a weekend, and then Margie and John and I fucking go over the lyrics and do a thousand things for session after session after session. But a lot of times, oh, sure. we'll just fucking talk for so long and have this great conversation, and then get like 20 minutes of recording done at like <laughs> yeah it's really awful it's fun plus yeah. I but we had, y'all had dinner and had a great time <laughs> right <laughs> and if it's spring or summer i'm like oh rick let's talk about gardens and uh, flowers and, and my, irises and the irises are all coming up right now <laughs> yay yeah. it's so great oh margie the irises you gave us of like overtaking the front and backyard perfect <laughs> Yay! That's what irises do. It makes me happy. Like I don't have oh. children, so I can avoid irises. <laughs> and we're just, we just took some and planted it two inches down in the Nevada hard pan of my shitty backyard. And yep, yep they're not going yep. anywhere. They're coming back. <laughs> and they'll just and, and expand. They're like, we love it here. Yes. Irises are so awesome. They're like cancer. I like to water them. I spit on them when I walk past, but that's it. (laughs) They're so hardy. They're so hardy. But yeah, I don't have children. So this is how I spread my seed, you know? I just give irises away. (laughs) Who wants them? Who wants them? Super. It's a lot cheaper than children. Yeah. (laughs) Better for the planet. (laughs) Definitely that. Low maintenance for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> well, speaking of being in the studio, um, this is a kind of a quiz question, but I always think like it needs more gravitas than being like just a quick, quick thing on the quiz. Uh, what do you find is like more difficult to do, write a song or record it? Songwriting for me is tough. I'm very self-critical. Uh, so I'm not a super prolific songwriter. Um, most, actually all of Roxy Collie songs were written by John. Um, so I do write, so I do have some songs I've written myself, but um, yeah, I have a hard time not like totally nitpicking everything to death when I write music. Um, so for me, recording is easier, although not mm. easy by any means. Um, no, and John, know, Rick, John really like, Rick like is- brutally berates you the entire time. <laughs> And well, I he have has just... all these really <laughs> nutty ideas. Not nutty. I shouldn't say nutty. But he has like these very specific ideas. Sometimes, about sometimes we get great how... stuff out of it. Like, oh yeah, you know. but most like, of the time. Well, no, but, but yeah, like we're both. Margie will do a version doing... the way she thinks it should be. Then another one. Then John will be like, "Okay, now be a little angrier." Okay, now imagine that, like you know, now imagine a dog is chewing on your toes. <laughs> now imagine like it'll just be like this weird yeah like what he'll try to find some way to get some other thing out of her like and it just squeezes her and squeezes her until she until she's just like i don't know what you want and then like yeah it's great yeah and then i just scream at him 
And then I just do what I want. There it is. And then then we sit back. That's the take. We know we sit back for hours and go through all of the takes and like not hours, but you know, and like and like she's okay, this was the angry one, this was the dog chew on the toes take, this was the one the way Margie does it, this was the and we like judge each one and like and like pull together a, a comp of all of them and, and that's what you get get on the Yeah, album. yeah. He he likes to, you know, he like I said, he has these ideas of how things should be in the movie. Okay, now now just pretend your dog died and, and- and your grandma's coming oh, over. And, I mean, it's like this whole, you know, this whole scenario <laughs> yeah. and like how it should, the feeling it's supposed to convey. <laughs> and you're okay, you know, being chased by orcs through Mordor. <laughs> yes, yes. It's always like really crazy stuff. And John uh-huh. is typically like has headphones on and is laying on my bed. So he's just like completely <laughs> reclining, just like shouting commands. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Right. Awesome! I can totally imagine I was there now. Like you yeah. painted a great picture there. That's yeah. awesome. Hell so we fun. fight a lot in the studio. I'm yeah. sorry, Rick. Why well, it works? No, we're love, difficult. We have a fucking great time every time. It's amazing. So and the product yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Speaking of that kind of product, let's have a Roxy song. I think. Okay. So should we go from something like I? I want to. We should play something from the album first, and then we have a track that's gonna be that's like from the unreleased stuff, right? Yeah. Well, let's go out on that. Next. A sneak preview. Like the like, save that for our last last, like the go out song. Right. Can we do the sad song that I love off the last album? Yes, we can do whatever you want. I love this song because it it feels so. It's like it's such a beautifully told story. And you said John writes most of the lyrics, right? Yeah. But it just feels to me like such a beautifully told story of a woman like struggling with growing up and life not turning out the way that she wants it to and mm-hmm. and the and the death of your childhood. It feels like the death of your childhood is is really expressed well in this song. Yeah. Uh, it, it, spoilers. <laughs> well, no, because I was one of those kids that like wanted to keep believing in Santa Claus because I was a dork. And my mom at one point when I was like 13 is like, Rick, we're Santa Claus. Let's stop this charade. And I, you know, yeah. So it's yeah. So super 13? sad. Oh wait, no, no. And I knew that I knew that it was wow, fake, but really? I wanted to stay yes. in the fairy tale. I That's didn't awesome. want to. I didn't want to grow up. And when Pan Pantoja has a song on the new um, Weapons of Mass Creation album that isn't out yet, and in that song he says he has a line that's a little bit graphic. It's Pan. Pan is one of the most awesome childlike people I've ever known. And he says, I've been coming all over this motherfucker ever since puberty failed to suck the magic out of my life. <laughs> mm. Wow. Cool. <laughs> Damn. Puberty failed to suck the magic out of your life. Because, you know, when you become an adult, like the magic's gone. Yeah. You're not. All that shit's oh. gone. Yeah. You don't get it back. That's why I recommend <laughs> LSD. Oh, yeah. It helps a lot. <laughs> LSD or tabletop role-playing games. Either yeah. one. Oh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't you can't do LSD forever. No. Yeah. That's not all the time. Say. Not every day. One of those is habit forming. You should do your gaming regularly and your LSD not so regularly. Annually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally sitting here next to my dice tower. Like. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I got my dice tray right here, dude. <laughs> we fry and game every week. Oh my god. <laughs> that'd be insane. Oof. We should oh, videotape man, that. Be, that would that'd be therapy. <laughs> right there. That's therapy. Oh man. Anyway, back to the music. Yeah. Oh, and also one of the best songs that ever used the word croupier. This is the very sad song Susie says. 
Susie says she's out of time. The clock ran out at 29 overheads. Keep pushing on for the sense that they mark anything of any consequence. She's had the time to she was always so scared of being childish that she never really tried to grow Just a girl playing at sails in her mother's palms And the things that used to make it feel worthwhile They now chew through the So sad. <laughs> yeah. 
That song Sad, gives me, but, yes. but pretty though. That gives me yeah. chills every time. Oh, pretty. It's beautiful. Like, beautifully haunting. It's great. Yeah, it's a sad song for sure. Um, well, and it's funny because when John first came to me with the lyrics, I was like, I don't know if I want to do this song because I don't want people to think I'm Susie. You know, I, <laughs> fair. <laughs> very fair. You know, especially the line about drinking till she gets fat and like, she's just so sad. And like, I'm not like that. No. So, and I, you know, yes, I'm a woman of size or whatever, but I'm like, yeah. No, you but know. you're not. Mm-hmm. You, don't, <laughs> you don't feel like you don't. somebody who's trying to dissolve the child inside of them. You no, seem like no, you're no. hella fun. She's a very, <laughs> right. Like, I'm a lot happier person. Uh, you never come off as a miserable person. Yeah, I don't. You gave the right. child inside of you a stick and let her loose on the world. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, you're not playing yeah, so adult me, in your mom's pumps at all. And I think, because I, you know, I think sometimes people think that the singer is really singing about themselves, you know, that like it's some sort of autobiographical, you know, whatever. And it's like, I am not at all like Susie and I don't want him to think that, but you know, but it is a really pretty song. It's a great song. And John really is a a superbly creative and talented songwriter. He's always been able to create these characters, stories and points of view that are just Vivid, dude. The twists yeah. and turns of right. that fucker's mind are just unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he likes to, he likes to use words that you don't often find. Yeah, uh, you know, like croupier or uh, like with a hard to port. He has a uh, klaxon. Klaxon. You know, the, yeah. 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 So I remember being like, word. I was like, what the, the fuck is a klaxon? Words. And he's like, you know, the alarm thing on a ship. And I'm like, what the fuck? If you ever watch Star Trek, you know what a klaxon is. Right. <laughs> klaxon. I mean, luckily, it sounds better when you sing it than when you say it. But, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Klaxon. 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 The klaxer. The klaxer. <laughs> you guys had to finish that, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> Biologically compulsed. Everybody does in their head, I think, whenever they hear the beginning. Finish it. Yeah. yeah. Finish it, get it over with so it doesn't stay in your head. Oh, did you guys know? I learned this from Stephen Colbert, but um, and it totally works that like when you get an earworm, like a song stuck in your head, all you have to do is. Um, well, there was uh, like a different example, but his was by Menon because it's so short. Mm-hmm. That's all you have to do to clear your earworms. But you then, just go by. Menin. I don't know. But then by I'll Menon is stuck in your head. That's yeah, that's almost yeah, worse. It's just <laughs> it's replacing it with it's, another earworm because it's so short. It doesn't it doesn't stick. Like could you do like your high school love friends or something like that? Yeah, hot, or you could go Ricola. Hot pockets. That works. Hot pockets, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that does not work for me at all. Then I just start thinking of other jingles. <laughs> the light like in Demolition Man. And like I would be so happy in that universe with a radio station that just played old commercial jingles. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, I, re- I remember jingles seriously that you guys don't know because they're for like local uh, uh, franchises in around St. Louis, Missouri. <laughs> but, like, I could hum some of them for you; it would be ridiculous. But yeah, 
Three, 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 thirty, three, thirty. That's a good one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. a super burrito. Yeah. So bad, but we do it right. <laughs> All right, for a hole in your roof, for a whole new roof. Frederick Roofing since 1959. <laughs> <laughs> Not familiar with that one. Yeah, no, oh. it's just some stupid jingle that was always on the damn radio when I was like at a prime programming your brain time. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would guess between 1970 and 85. Yeah. 75 and 85. Yeah. How what? long did you live in St. Louis? Oh, no, that's just like prime, like baby brain programming time. Oh, like five I see. to 10. You just soak up all of those jingles. Oh, I and like the saying. commercials <laughs> of those ones are to you the OG commercials. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh, uh, tastes great, less filling. You know, like nobody yeah, yeah. born outside of that time remembers those, but those of us who were that age then, that'll never leave us. Right. And and kids growing up now will remember recycled records. It doesn't suck. Suck. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. much. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, and then I remember, uh, I don't remember the, like there being a jingle, but I remember the Raging Cajun Auto Sales commercials, and they stake out of my head because they had a dude dressed up as a crawdaddy. Yeah, yeah there was a crawdaddy. Yeah. I'm just like, that will forever stick in my mind. It's just like horrible local advertising. But it worked because I, I still remember it, to this day, Raging Cajun Auto Sales. Yeah. And it was weird when I moved to Louisiana. <laughs> Where they have like crawfish and and the name of the, the the raging Cajun is like the mascot of the local yeah yeah Lafayette team. Yeah. Lafayette yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're just like God do they sell shitty cars there I don't know uh, yes and yes <laughs> I heard there's a lot of vampires in uh, Lafayette rich, richest <laughs> yeah. mile in America uh, because all of the uh, uh, Local, uh, all of the international oil companies have offices along this stretch of road. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> wow. I don't know. A lot of very, oh, there's also a, a very uh, a huge uh, um, income gap in that area. For a lot sure. of very That's wealthy oil executives and a lot of people who work on the oil rigs. <laughs> Working on oil rigs actually pays pretty good, though. Yeah, but they spend it all at the dive bar that they yeah. destroy every week. So you know, like, to Lake, yeah. Lake Charles and blow off some <laughs> yeah. steam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, a lot of good a lot of a lot of good folks work. Uh, on the yeah, I yeah. I met a, a few Raging Cajun fans when they travel here for basketball football games a couple times and they were good people. Oh yeah. Amazing people. Awesome yeah. music. Good times. Make sure your partner is married to you or nailed down. Cause somebody's going to try and steal them. For sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. and I mean that with all the love. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, this has been fun. I am excited to see Roxy Collie in public again sometime. Yes. Yeah. I'm really excited to book a show with Roxy Colley and One Ton Dooley and just like tighten the screws yeah. on on those two guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind. That'll be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm go. Steve and Nick will be just that, dude, they're, those two guys are such pros. They won't give a shit at all. They're yeah. like, okay, whatever. Dude, give me enough time in between to like well, gosh, Nick doesn't drink anymore. Yeah, because uh, they get a couple beers. Have a beer, but yeah. yeah. Well, no. Go out and roast about, a bull in the parking lot, man. That's the thing about playing, though, too, is like you get rad adrenaline high off of playing music. So 
I'm yeah, just warmed up when when the first band is over. I'm just warmed up. So the second band, I'm just gonna be like fucking awesome. Dorfin you know? City. Okay, yeah. so one time Dooley goes first, and then <laughs> <laughs> I think well, be the, coin flip before the show. The better, <laughs> the, be- the better band goes second. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Ever the diplomat Nick Ramirez. Yeah, see, they, like Roxy has so a singer. We just have a poet that yells. So, like, it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> the repertoire is is uh, a little bit thicker on the Roxy side. Yeah, at a few this more. at this point, yeah. the song catalog's a little deeper. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the lyrics are a little more cerebral, and then fucking one time Dooley's more about just having a great fucking time. Yeah. True that. Yeah, sure. one's a party band, and the other one's like an arty band. Yeah. Party yeah. and Artie. Oh, yeah. That's the name of the show, you guys. Yes. Oh, there you, go. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> God damn it. I'm writing that down. Party and Artie. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> Do anybody have any last minute things to throw in? Or are we putting this to bed right now? Um, where can people find your music on the internet? Um, we are on Bandcamp and Reverb Nation and um I think I'm not I think Spotify, um, Apple Music yeah. for sure. Have you updated your MySpace page lately? <laughs> <laughs> I hear I hear the young people use it for music a lot. <laughs> um yeah, no, we don't have a MySpace page. We do have a Facebook page. Um, I'm sure it says something about Roxy Collie. I don't remember. Um, but <laughs> um yeah, but yeah, that's where you can find us. Awesome. And and it's spelled Roxy with two X's and Kali with two L's. Because like, fuck you, yeah. that's why. And then I yeah. <laughs> the R O X X Y Y or yeah. And then Kali I with the I E. Yeah. And two L's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. the dog. Not C A U L I E at all. And you can get no. lots of great stuff, but you can't hear the song that we're about to play at the end of this show called Cannonballs. Because this is exclusive. Exclusive, exclusive, For one night only. Um, so, uh, the rest yeah, of the eternity on the internet. Ian, why don't you take us out in that voice? <laughs> From all of us here at The Worst Little Podcast, we love you. Good night, ladies. On The Worst Little Podcast, we're talking out of our ass.
I love having my picture taken. I love you. 